Hey Gems, welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any time and jump straight into the topic. Welcome to the show. So go ahead and tell us who you are and a little bit about what you do. Hi, thank you for having me. Uh, My name is Simone Hooks. I am currently a licensed clinical professional counseling intern working towards getting my clinical hours so that I can be fully licensed as a therapist. Um, Ironically, even though I am an intern, I do have my own private practice, um, Simone Hooks Therapy Services. Um, I also work as a full-time manager in the daytime, so I have really long hours, so it makes it hard for me to get my clinical hours through an agency, so that's why I've chosen to start my own private practice so I can work essentially when I am available. Thank God we still look like we're in our 20s. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, And I literally would not be debt-free um, or partially the human that I am without knowing you. So I appreciate you. Um, <laughs> and it's good to have people around you that are going to be real with you, people that are going to support you and maybe sometimes your crazy dreams that you come up with or whatever, um, but also that keep you on track as far as, you know, not forgetting who you are and um, sharpening your edges. You know what I mean? The saying iron sharpens iron Um was not set on accident. So having good friends is key. Maintaining those relationships is key. Uh, It can be a doozy at points in life. I'm sure everyone listening knows, but um, we do both happen to be in the mental health field, which is also fun times. Um, And I always like, so doesn't we're not perfect. We just know, well, I'm not going to talk about you. I just know I'm a hot mess. I'm aware of it. And I know that I have work to do. (laughs) You know what I mean? So if you're seeing a therapist, like don't make the assumption that they're perfect. Um, Hopefully they're just aware of what their stuff is and and hopefully working on it. So for you, um, what is it that you think kind of makes people struggle the most, whether it's in relationships or with themselves? Like, what is it the, the main thing that you hear is like, hmm, it's like people usually struggle because of this thing. I feel like what I come across most often is um, comparison. So people comparing themselves to others, people, I think social media has a big impact in um, how people view the world, how they view themselves, what they think they should or shouldn't be doing, who they can portray themselves to be, you know, Um, and I have to tell my clients a lot of times, like, you know, people rarely, if not ever, show the bad times in portraits or on social media. So um, to stop comparing yourselves to others and just live your life. And I know um, I like to personally, I get a joy out of the clients that I relate to mostly. And mo- I can I try to find some type of relatability with each client that I see. Um, and I know for me, I, I have been a victim of this myself, seeing, you know, people on social media getting married, um, having children. And, you know, I'm in my early 30s, but we have this constant pressure. I think we're socialized and brought up to think that if we haven't done X, Y, and Z by a certain time or a certain age, then we're failures. So my um, my boyfriend, actually, he has to bring me back down to reality a lot of times in that aspect and let me know, like, hey, but you're a woman, you're a career woman, you're driven, you know, 
you own your own home, you have a bachelor's, a master's, like you're doing it too. So just because you're not where everyone else is, doesn't mean that you're not on track to meet your goals and um, achieve your dreams. So with my clients, I'm trying to get them to understand that comparison essentially is a thief of joy. Boy, I think that you hit the nail on the head and I'm sure those listening are like, how does she know my life? (laughs) Um, And what I usually will tell people is, you know, how, like, I'll ask them, how early in the day are you getting on social media? Do you know how much time that you're spending and are you curating what you're consuming? Because just the same way as you eat food, what you look at and what you see and what you listen to is consumption as well. It's easier said than done, especially in our in this day and age. But being able to recognize and at least be aware of and know like, okay, this is why I feel like this right now. Because otherwise, sometimes people are grumpy and they don't know why. Or they're sad and they don't know why. Or they're anxious or nervous and they don't know why. And so it's like, can we trace back, you know, where did this feeling begin? Or is it connected to any thoughts? Is it connected to anything that you that happened today? Um, and a lot of the times when we change some behavioral things, like let's create more space between you and, you know, getting on social media or just going out into the world. Because I compare it to, leaving the house naked. You would never go out, especially not in Vegas. You never leave your house naked. No, I'm just playing. Because you're going to get, I don't know, some burnt, something's going to happen. You know, if you're going to touch some metal, you're going to be on fire. So um, you want to put on your armor, whatever that is for you. Have you prayed yet in the day? Have you, you know, been quiet with yourself? Have you decided who you are and remembered who you are before you went to work and your boss is calling you whatever and your coworkers are acting however? Um, it's just how can we create that space between you and the world so that you have your clothes on, your armor on, Um but sometimes it's just those like behavioral tweaks that can make a difference. But even still, I think just the bombardment of like information, like I just don't know that we were meant to take in so much information in a day. Um, but we manage, we manage what it is. So as far as addressing that for clients, maybe that you've seen that have had an easier time uh, being able to manage comparison or stop comparing as much, how did they do that? Like, were there strategies? Were there exercises um, to take them from, you know, really struggling to maybe starting to do a little bit better? I try to encourage them to invest in themselves. Um, a lot of times I feel like people are overwhelmed with what's going on in their lives or, again, consumed with social media and things of that nature instead of actually participating in the world and paying attention to what's going on around them. Um And investing in the things that they want to do, whether that's dreams and goals that they have for themselves or whether that's just genuinely taking time for themselves, relaxing, getting a pedicure, whatever. So there has been times with clients where they're like, oh, I work, I do this. or And then I come home and I'm on social media and I'm like, well, your assignment before next session is to have some me time. You know, whatever that looks like for you, whatever makes you happy, do it. Um... And learn to say no to things that you essentially don't want to be bothered with or don't want to do because you haven't had that time for yourself. Um, So whether that's, you know, I had one client, they went hiking. Um, I had a client that went and saw a friend that they haven't seen in months. 
um, you know, pedicures, massages, some, one of my clients just slept in a, a whole day and I'm like, okay, like <laughs> she was nervous about it, but she's like, it felt really good. I feel relaxed. I feel, you know, rejuvenated and I needed it. And she didn't realize that she was in such need of that, that rest until it happened because she works two full-time jobs. And I'm like, how in the world are you just <laughs> going on and on like this? So I think it's important to make time for those things that you want to do. And I think it's a nice um, distraction from social media and from the things that you don't necessarily need to see. Of course, if you know that you're automatically like, although you might be happy for your friends if they're succeeding and doing all of these things, if you know that it makes you feel a way about yourself, try to do things that make yourself feel better in that situation. So if you're feeling like, you know, why am I not married yet? Why, why don't I have a boyfriend or whatever the case may be? Maybe put yourself out there to do things that you enjoy so that um, you're kind of attracting the type of person that you may want or the type of person that you are. If you don't put yourself in those positions and go out and do things that you enjoy, chances are you're not going to find someone. Yeah, you know, that I think is a huge thing as far as essentially people feeling like they're not where they are supposed to be or where they would like to be, as well as like feeling like you're behind in life, mm-hmm. you know, um, and whatever. I th- Now these days, I kind of talk about it like we all got given this list of scavenger hunt with these check boxes that we were supposed to complete. And it's like, go to school, get a job, get married, have kids, die. And then, but it's like, who, who, who created this checklist? Like, when did this checklist get created and why isn't it customized? Because everyone's situation maybe is also different. Like some people may be trying to go after things that they don't actually want. They just think they want it because, you know, someone else told you that that's what you should be going after. Um, and you miss out on the journey if you're not being present in it, um, And then you look back and you're like, oh man, I wish I would have taken advantage of that season, you know? So me right now, like, I'm like, uh, thankfully my bonus kid is nine now. Um, But I'm like, I know if and when I'm blessed to have children, like what sleep, you know what I mean? So I'm like, let me go ahead while I can sleep while I can now, because I know it's going to change later. Like, how can I maximize the season that I'm in now? Because if it evolves into something else later on, I don't want to look back and be like, I didn't take advantage of what I had, you know? So I love that you mentioned investing in yourself. I love that you mentioned um, just being present as much as you possibly can in a world that is, is, is like, go, 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 be on the hamster wheel and grind. It's a great reminder. I know that I'm learning personally how to say no more, how to make more time to be able to be well um, and cultivate the relationships that I have. Uh, and it's a work in progress, so depending on the person it could be a real challenge because sometimes people get alone and they don't like being alone with themselves because they don't like what comes up, the thoughts that they they think and, and how they feel about themselves. But that's an indicator, you know? So if you get alone with yourself and the stuff that comes up you don't like, well, that's uh, an arrow pointing in the direction of where your work might be. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, that's so funny because I used to be like that alone in my thoughts. And I would always, I mean, you know, I wouldn't go anywhere alone. I'd be like, come to the store with me, come here with me all the time. Um, and it probably wasn't until like my late 20s before I finally was comfortable being, you know, alone. And like now I love it. Sometimes I'm just like, I just want to take the day 
to just be alone. I don't want to talk to anyone. I just want to be with myself, pamper myself, whatever the case may be. But um, it's also funny because I was reading something about Tracy Ellis Ross because I'm obsessed with her. And um, the other day she was talking about how she doesn't have children and how like the world is kind of conditions us to think that we have to have a big family and all of these things. And she's just kind of like, well, I'm not, what, what am I supposed to do? She's like, yeah, I want those things, but I'm not just going to sit around and wait for it to happen. I'm just, <laughs> I'm going to continue to work towards what my dreams are, my goals are. And if it happens, it happens, but I'm not going to stress myself over it. So I'm like, yeah. <laughs> you know, oh man, because stress yourself over it. There's so many things I think people are stressing themselves over. Not that they're not in not significant because they are, right? Like it is significant to want to have healthy relationships, to want to be loved, to want to love someone else, to grow a family. But, you know, if your situation is what it is at the moment, I love that you mentioned you need to be investing in yourself because doing that is what's going to call into your life everything that you want. And if you're not working on yourself when you're single, then how are you going to work on yourself more intentionally when you're in a couple or when you're in a parent? You're only going to have more things pulling on you. So if you're able to find ways to to be yourself as much as possible when you're with yourself, then it makes it that much easier that when those things get called into your life, if and when they are for you, um, that it's easier for you to to have more of a solid ground to stand on. Because then there's some people who when, you know, when they get in relationships, they start acting different, you yes. know, or, or things, or they lose themselves. And so that's a thing as well, where you may go into a relationship and then be looking up years later, like, wait, who am I? You know, how, how did we get here? Yeah, we all, we all know people like that. And you're just like, you haven't talked to anyone for, for years. You haven't seen any of your friends, your family, you're just so invested in this one person that, you don't even know who you are anymore. If someone were to ask you what your hobbies are, you wouldn't know what they were. You wouldn't know the last time you've done anything you like to do because you're just so um, consumed with your, you know, your significant other, your children. Um, and it's, you know, yeah, it's multiple things pulling at you. So it's like if you don't have that um, ability to stay grounded within yourself and to remain who you are at your core, it can be detrimental. And people can take advantage of that because they know that you are going to do whatever it takes to make them happy and kind of put yourself as the last person. Oh boy. That's true. Yeah. There's, there's all kinds of pathways that could be gone down it with that conversation. And I think, you know, someone listening is like, wow, I, that's definitely been me for the people pleasers or for um, those who have had a tendency to put themselves on a back burner. And I think to some level, like society would say, maybe specifically about women, right? Like you're supposed to take care of other people. You're supposed to, you know, be selfless. Um, but where's the balance or harmony within that where it's sustainable in the long run? Because if you burn yourself out, if you are overwhelmed, if you're not well, then it's not going to be sustainable for you to, you know, manage that for years and years and years. And then some people are passive aggressive or won't say anything about how upset they are. They'll have resentment and that's only going to affect them, you know, um, internally and mentally. So, you know, I can definitely attest not for the second half, but for the, the other half of it, because 
you know, as personally, as like a, a recovering workaholic, I can definitely say like, you know, there've been times where I've been consumed and not recognizing, you know, how much of a tunnel vision that I've had, which to some people on the outside probably is like, whoa, like how does someone get all these things done? But on the other end, there's always consequences to, um, to things. So it's, it's that you have to find harmony and you have to allow yourself space to evolve into new seasons, you know, and it might be uncomfortable. I can definitely say it's uncomfortable, um, to evolve into a new season where, you are allowing yourself to be more vulnerable as a self-proclaimed. I'm also avoidant. Y'all know I talk about attachment. So uh, yeah, no, okay. I'm avoidant. So I would much rather bury my head and do whatever than necessarily address things. But again, just because I'm a therapist doesn't mean I'm perfect. It just means I know how much of a hot mess I am and I'm trying to work on it. Um, and so each person has their version of that thing. Each person has their, like no one in life gets to escape challenge or suffering or heartbreak or, you know, struggle. Um, it's all that, it's just that we have to recognize that mine might look different than Simone's might look different than, you know, Sandy down the street or whoever the case may be. And so I think also having compassion, because we also don't know what someone else is dealing with. We can see however they look on the outside, but we never know like the things that they've gone through in their life, you know? Very, very true. And I think it's important also that um, even though you, you described yourself as having tunnel vision, but I, I think that was more of you like working on yourself Um which is kind of what people should be doing. Of course you want to have a balance, but it's like if if you didn't do that work and work on yourself and develop those, um, you want it for yourself. Um, that's that's crucial. So I think that yes, while the balance is good, if 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 anything, if you're gonna be tunnel visioned, it's better to be consumed with yourself <laughs> than consumed. <laughs> anyone else because you're pouring you don't want to pour everything that you have into another person and then forget about you I, I think it's important to keep yourself at the top you know for me it's it, it trickles down it's God first and then it's me and then whoever else comes along but if if I can't love myself and find that um healthy hap- happiness within me then I'm not going to be able to pour that into anyone else yeah, you know, I, I think you kind of mentioned something that is, I kind of try to talk to people about that I heard someone else say whenever I think it was Wayne Dyer. And it's like, he, he says, you know, an orange, when you squeeze it, what comes out? Orange juice, you know, if you squeeze a grapefruit, grapefruit juice comes out. But a lot of the times as humans, when we get pressed, when we're under pressure, when, um, you know, it gets down to the wire, a lot of the times what comes out is, you know, frustration or fear or anxiety or, you know, um, anger. And that is an indicator that that's what was already within us. And so if we can find a way to either drain ourselves of those things that don't serve us or that are not necessarily like, that's not what God put in us. You know what I mean? Like no baby came into the world (laughs) no baby came into the, I'm just thinking like an a-hole, no baby came into the world. Um, with, with those things filled in them. God filled us with love and joy and peace Mm -hmm. and prosperity and abundance. 
And then over time, um, because of maybe school or our parents or whatever happened in our lives, um, that we get filled up with other things. So it's this process of being able to drain ourselves of the traumas that we've experienced and the heartbreaks and the whatever so that we, so we can be filled back up with what was originally there. You know what yes, I mean? I love that. I love that. So what would you say are some, you know, quick tips for somebody who is trying to manage, you know, um, transition in their life? Maybe they're going from having graduated college into a workforce and they're just kind of like, I'm not really sure what I'm doing. <laughs> um, maybe they're depressed, but maybe some go-to tips on um, just managing emotion before we get ready to wrap up here. I'd say... Um... Ooh, on the spot, on the spot. I would say that you should be patient with yourself first and foremost um, mm-hmm. and know that you are enough and don't give up. Those are good. Those are good. And that's, you know what I mean? Sometimes, again, it's not stuff that is like rocket science. I think sometimes people are looking for rocket science <laughs> answers. <laughs> I need to get in a handstand and drink hot water on a Tuesday at 5 p.m. Like, you just, you need to have patience with, like, how patient are you with a toddler as they're learning something? That's how patient you need to be with yourself because you're learning something new in this season. You're being stretched in new ways. So I love those tips, being patient, um, being able to know that you're enough. Like, you don't have, it's not performative. Love isn't based on productivity. You know, you're lovable without having to do anything or be anything other than yourself. So those are some those are some serious gems, y'all. If you did not take notes, you're gonna have to find you're gonna have to listen to it again. That's fine. Repetition is how you learn. And then you know what? If you really want to go to the next level, you teach it to somebody else. So you send this episode to someone that you know could use it. And then go ahead and take a little screenshot and tag me and tag um, Simone as well. You can let us know where to find you. If you're in Nevada and you need a therapist, then I highly suggest that you reach out um, because it really is important to be in a process of of allowing yourself to be supported. Like I just posted it the other day. You can be strong and still ask for help. That is completely okay. So let us know where everyone can find you. Um, you can find me on Instagram at S as in Simone underscore hooks therapy. Um, and you can also email me at shookstherapy at gmail.com. If you want to inquire about anything, I'm here to chat. If you need help finding a therapist, I can help you with that. If you want to embark on your therapeutic journey with me, I can help you with that as well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for dropping the gems, for taking some time to chat and pour into the community, um, for being my friend, even though, you know, uh, I am who I am. Um, and, <laughs> and just being willing to have a conversation, because I think the more that we talk about these things publicly, the, the less alone maybe people feel that aren't comfortable enough to talk about these things or don't even know what to talk about or what questions to ask, um, because they just don't have um, the words to put with how they feel and what they're dealing with. So it goes a long way. Um, and I appreciate you for, for doing the work that you do. Cause it's not necessarily easy. Of course. Thank you also for being my friend. Thank you for having me on the show. I feel like a celebrity now. Um, it's already a celebrity. No. But I'm super excited. I thank you. I admire you. I love you to pieces. You're everything. Love you back. We'll talk to you next time. Gems. 
If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, you have a few options. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, and you'll be notified as new episodes are uploaded. You can also leave a review or send me your feedback. Doing so helps me to create content that's relevant to what you want to hear about. And last, you can share the podcast with a friend. Whether it's directly or sharing it on your social media, it helps them to know that you think that this is information that they need to hear about. Thank you.